Check one, two, check. Okay. <coughs> so this is one. Welcome. Welcome to Addiction Diaries, Episode 1, with Johnny Toons and Damian Walter. We're going to be your host today. I'm just waiting for Damian to get here. It's our first time, first show, first time using Podbean, and uh, hopefully everything turns out okay. So this is going to be a test run. So... Enjoy the uh, dramatic hip-hop trap music, and we'll get started soon with Addiction Diaries, Episode 1. Real stories of people who are or have struggled with addiction.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My name is Johnny Coons, and uh, today I know it's uh, 4.15 a.m. in the morning, and uh, I want to share some stories, uh, real stories, people who are or have struggled with addiction at some point in life. Myself, I've struggled with addiction, and I can probably say I'm six months sober. No drugs, no, no alcohol, you know, just me. Uh, being myself, you know, and it feels good. It really does. It feels good. Um, I'm waiting for my co-host. Uh, he's trying to get in here, but uh, I'm not sure what he's doing. We, we were having some technical issues that we were trying to fight through, and now that we got them figured out, now it's I'm just waiting on him to come back in here. And, uh, but... You know, I'm not going to waste a bunch of time here, so let me tell my story. You know, I grew up in an area where, you know, nobody would ever, you know, you're never supposed to be anybody. You're never supposed to be successful, per se. And, you know, for me, you know, I... You know, I, I, I did what I needed to do. You know, I checked some things out. You know... Did what every teenage kid does, you know, smoked a little weed, you know, tried a little bit of this, tried a little bit of that. And, uh, you know, I can never say that that other people led me to, or, or you know, one thing led to another. Um, the typical stereotype is that, you know, marijuana leads to other drugs. No, I unfortunately don't believe so. Um in my opinion, my experience, my personal life, my history, um, what leads you to take that next step to that next level? It, it's it's not smoking a weed, you know. It's it's the people around you, you know, the the people you relate to, the people that you hang out with, because. We all want to be the cool kid, right? You know, so we, we got to fit in. We got to, and if we don't fit in, then, you know, what's the point of us being around? Nobody wants to hang out with us because we're not cool. We don't do drugs and, you know, it just, it sucks, you know, but unfortunately that's the way life is. And, you know, so I'm a firm believer that, you know, addiction is not, it's not a drug or a disease. It's, you know. Addiction is a choice, no matter how you want to look at it, because, you know, our friends didn't twist our arms. Our friends didn't say, oh, come on, man, you know, smoke this joint with me or do this acid with me, do this cocaine with me, do this meth, do this, uh, you know, LSD, whatever the case, what, you know, whatever the drug may be. Drink this beer with me because alcohol is a drug. And that's that's another, um, you know. Miss misnomer is you know an an unmistaken claim that you know well I'm an alcoholic so I need to go to NA, AA not NA you know and the sad part is that's not true either you know because NA and AA they're they're really the same program but the difference is that you know. With AA, a lot of times you can't go into a room 
and, and say, you know, my name's Bob, I'm an addict. Because they don't want to hear that. What they want to hear is, my name's Bob, I'm an alcoholic. But maybe Bob doesn't, doesn't even do any alcohol. Maybe you don't drink. Maybe you never drank a day in your life. Now, on the other hand, the other side of the spectrum, you can easily walk into an NA meeting. Even if you come in and you just sit down, take a seat, you know, boom, you're good to go. Because you don't have to always talk. Sometimes you could just listen. You know, and that, that was a big thing that was always taught to me um, and many other people, you know, that, that I went to rehab and stuff with, you know, when I was getting my life straight. And, you know, you can go there. And sometimes you just got to take the cotton out of your ears, put it in your mouth, and just listen. Because somewhere out there, every, everywhere in the world, somewhere, there's someone just like you. Someone just like me. You know, that struggles. Now, unfortunately, you know, like I said, you know, the common, common thing is that, you know, you smoke a little weed. Oh, nope, now you're going to do this. Now you're going to do that. No, that, that's not true. Um, you know, and that's, that's my personal experience, like I said. I mean, I can't speak for everybody. I, you know, obviously, you know, they say science, you know, that you got to have scientific. You have to have documentation. You have to have statistics. And, you know, my statistics don't come from a book. They don't come from a scientist. They don't come from anywhere else other than simply being, you know, simply being my experience. You know, from what I've seen, what I know, you know, from being an addict. You know, my DOC was methamphetamines, you know. But I didn't go and, like I said, I didn't graduate from meth, you know, to something else. You know, I'm not out there, you know, doing other things, doing other, you know, heavier things. I mean, like I said, you know, I've been clean six months now. Um, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm getting myself back. Um, you know, but, you know, I fell into, I fell into, as, as we call it in recovery, the rabbit hole, you know, because time after time, you know, things went wrong. Life wasn't going the way I wanted it to, um, you know, whether it be, you know, loss of family members, uh, you know, I mean, there's so many things out there that can affect what draws you back to addiction, what caused your addiction to begin with. Hey, welcome, Damien. Welcome. Finally, uh, you finally made it. Yeah, I was trying to set it up on my computer, but it seems to not be working right now. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, I was just going on a little bit. Of, uh, um, I started without you. But, uh, you know, uh, I was just sharing, you know, like how I ended up in the boat that I'm in, things like that. And, you know, if, if you had, if you were ever asked, um, you know, to put you on the spot here a little bit, seeing as you're my late co-host, uh, what I was, what I was explaining to, you know, to, to the listeners was that, when I, when I was using, like, you know, that, you know, my drug of choice was meth, but I, you know, smoked weed when I was younger, things like that. 
But, you know, I didn't graduate and go, as the stigma says, you know, I didn't go from smoking weed. Oh, well, weed led me to doing methamphetamines. Uh, I, my, you know, peer pressure did. My, my friends doing it. I wanted to be a cool kid, whatever, you know, cool, be in a cool club. Um, now, you know, obviously, you know, like I, I know a little bit more, you know, a little bit about you, you know, and, and what you've gone through because, well, you, you know, you're my son. But at the same time, you know, we, I wasn't always there and, you know, and, and, that, and it's shitty and it, and it sucks. So there's parts and aspects that I don't know, you know. So um, do you want to fill the listeners in, you know, like what's your opinion on that? You know, did, did you go from like, I, you know, I know you started out smoking weed, but when you went and did other things, um, you know, that we've talked about, you can, you can bring it up in here, you know, bring it up like the like, things you've done, like what, what, what was the cause? Yeah, like, well, well, what made you make that decision to go from smoking weed to, to you know, whatever other substances you, you used, whether, you know, math, coke, whatever, you know, you mean different pills or things like that, different ways of getting high. Yeah. Well, personally, the reason why I moved on the other things is uh, because I've, I wasn't getting the help, you know. I was getting the help from the weed that I had mental fucking pain I was going through like crazy and the weed wasn't helping it. So I moved on to something thinking that would help it, but that made it worse. So I kept doing this and that and third and I felt like all my family was pulling herself away from me and stuff. But my addiction was pushing them away from me because I was pushing myself away. I was isolating myself and everything and, I don't know. I just brought hurt to myself and I was trying to heal myself for the drugs and I just hurt myself. But would, but you wouldn't say that, you know, like you, you wouldn't say like, oh, well, you know, one thing led to another. It was more of, you know, you just changed the people you're hanging out with because you were trying to fill a void. Yeah. And, and you wanted to fit in. Uh, welcome JPQZMMVH. Um, so you, you weren't filling a void or you were filling that void of, you know, like you said, you know, you thought you were, you felt like you were pushing your family away or, or, and, and your friends, your friends away, your real friends, when really it, you, you were isolating yourself, pushing myself away and, and, and to cope with that and, and the losses that you were facing, um, you know, you stepped up. What What were some of the things that you stepped up to using from, you know, like when you made that choice that like, hey, weed's not doing it anymore. What What did you move up to? Like the drugs I moved up to? Yeah. Like what are some of the other drugs that you you've ended up getting addicted to? Well, I went from weed. Went from weed uh, then I started doing pills and everything like that. Then, then I moved on to like shrooms and like like more pills more pills i got into and stuff like xanax perks uh, suboxins whatever kind of pills i can get my hands on i was doing and and when when you started like i mean when you started doing uh you know doing the pills you know how did that affect you know did that make things you know I mean, mentally, obviously, you know, you were coping and, and, you know, like 
and you know, I have my experience too, which we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more, but you know, what, what, was that a fix, you know, or did you, it's, you know, like, or, you know, did that fix your problem? At the moment when I was on them, I couldn't feel nothing. I felt good. I wasn't worrying about anything, but when I was coming down from them, or if I didn't have it in my arm's reach, then yeah, it just ruined everything because I didn't have it, you know? And, and along now along with your addictions, you know, like, you know, um, what are some of the, what are some of the struggles you went through in life? Like, I mean, as far as, you know, oh. legal, you know, things like that, personal issue, personal things that, that personal life that it affected, um, well, uh, Th- those kinds of things. Besides legal problems, like jail and all that other shit, uh, I got it, it. It ruined my fucking mental health. I got like depression now and anxieties, and I very bad insomnia from my addiction and everything. Uh, it's hard for people to trust me, and just it just the, just, the list keeps going and going. And now I, I, like I said, I mean, Maybe. you know, I could probably, you know, and I, and I know, you know, we talk outside of, you know, deciding to do this, you know, do this show, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and when we're out, you know, building, you know, rebuilding our bonds, you know, cause I, I know like, you know, I wasn't, you know, always, like I said, I wasn't always there, you know, between the military, um, you know, things like that. You bounce between, you know, between places, between, you know, living with me, living with your mom, things like that. Now, like, you know, did that have any effect on, on your choices as far as, you know, to even, you know, like, was that a coping mechanism to begin with the smoking weed? Was that a coping mechanism to deal with like that stuff? And I, I you know, like, uh, well, at the time it was a coping mechanism because I was lost, like from bouncing, bouncing to your house, bouncing to mom's house, just, Bouncing to whoever's house, and I just felt lost. I, I, I don't, I don't really know. It's just hard to explain. You know, well, I mean, to give you a little, I mean, like, I mean, you know, like I said, you know more about me, but to, you know, to give the list any listeners out there, you know, some idea uh, of my history. You know, I did twelve years in the military. Uh, I have PTSD, and <clears throat> you know. Just like, you know, just like Damien, I started using uh, smoking weed at a young age. I was uh, 16 or 17. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, I went from I went from smoking weed to, you know, all my friends were doing. Next thing you know, they're doing acid. And, oh, you know, let's, hey, let's go huff some gas and let's do some whippets. You know, so we were. You know, going to the local grocery store, stealing free uh, an air freshener, potpourri air freshener, spraying it in a bag upside down, whipped cream, you know, just any, any way, you know, like you said, any way to get a, uh, you know, to get something better uh, and, and it, that would make, seem to make ourselves, you know, our situation better, um, you know, and eventually, you know, somebody turned me on to methamphetamines and, you know, I, matter of fact, uh, the night that I, uh, at my wedding reception, when I married your mother, uh, my my own my own siblings, my my sisters, um, 
I went to the bathroom and they put meth in my beer. Well, and I didn't know it until like two days later when they told me. And, you know, it, it was great. I loved it. Like, it, I was wide awake. I couldn't get drunk. You know, I was unstoppable. And, you know, but there came a time eventually, you know, when you kids were born and stuff that, you know, I had to get my shit together. You know, I lost my, I lost my license for underage drinking, you know. So, I mean, it was, you know, did 90 days in jail, you know, but, you know, I mean, it, it makes me who I am today. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a terrible person. I wouldn't say that you're a terrible person because, you know, our mistakes, as long as we learn from them, that's what makes us, you know, makes us better. But, you know, like guys, you know, to get back to what I was saying, you know, I, I did it. You know, 12 years in the military, two tours overseas, once in a, one time in Iraq, one in Afghanistan. And, you know, when I came home from Afghanistan, you know, it was, you know, went, got drunk. Um, you know, I had a lot on my mind. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't because of things that happened there, you know. Um, and then, you know. Lots of uphills and downhills, things like that, you know. And, you know, I woke up one day, you know, because I, I traded things that I, you know, I valued. You know, I cut stuff off for meth, you know, because I I need to get high, you know. I needed that, you know, need needed that energy or that, 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 that upper, you know. And, you know, like that ended up getting to a point where like you know when i woke up one day i was going to play a cd and all my cds are gone i'm like shit you know like I, fuck i'm done with this shit man like I, I traded all my cds for you know for an eight ball you know and it's like fuck you know this is enough and i quit cold turkey you know and i and i lived that you know for 21 years i stayed that way i stayed clean left everything alone you know and then you know here a few years ago you know, like I said, as you know, but I mean, the listeners don't really know, but a few years ago, you're like, I lost my mom, you know, I lost, you know, my dad, nine months from each other, then my grandmother, you know, like the main three people, uh, I mean, and my mom and my grandmother were the main two, you know, they, they were my, 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 uh, my pillars, my rocks, like my people that, you know, I could do anything. And, you know, if I needed to talk, they, that's where I went. And, you know, I just disappeared. And, you know, it's like when they were gone, you know, I never really, I never really accepted it. You know, then, you know, I married and divorced th three times, married four. And, you know, I mean, I was on the verge, I mean, on the verge of, kill, you know, just ending it all in life. But, you know, then I met, you know, met my wife and, you know, she picked me up, you know, more, and not literally out of the gutter but you know kept me from making a making some, an irreversible mistake and uh you know well after my mom died and my grandma died then you know it turned into man i, I can't you know i couldn't do it i couldn't I, I was just getting stressed out flashbacks were really bad for my ptsd so my theory was well, me and my wife separate, you know, me and my wife separated because of all of it. And, you know, my thought was, well, if I don't sleep, then I can't have nightmares. I can't have flashbacks. 
yeah, that'll, that'll take care of my PTSD. That'll make things better. And I picked up again after 20 some years. So, you know, people, people tell me I messed up because <clears throat> I tell them, you know, I'm always an addict. I'm, I'm never not going to be an addict. I'm always going to be an addict no matter what. Oh no, you're in recovery. You're, you're a recovering addict. No, nope. I'm an, I'm just an addict because, you know, one thing I learned in that is that, you know, you can go years without doing anything. But all it takes is, you know, something, you know, something in life that, that just throws you a curveball. Like something you're, you know, you're just not ready. You're not, you're not prepared for. And, you know, you're right in a, you're back in a rabbit hole. You know, and I'll tell you what, one thing I learned was in, in that 21 years that, you know, meth, when I first started using back in 2002, 2003-ish, like, it, it was, it, it had, I mean, it, it was good shit. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not bragging it up to, to encourage anybody to go to go do it. But the, the thing was, the difference between then and 20-some years later is there's so much more shit in there that, you know, that we don't, that you don't, I mean, you don't even know. You don't even care. You just, yeah, this gets me high. Rah, 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 rah. You know, you're running around, you know, not sleeping. You're staying awake, losing weight. And we all make jokes around here, you know, the Bradford County diet. And, you know, but there came a point where, like, you know, then I got in trouble with the law. We ended up in jail. Ended up on probation. You know, the judge gave me a rope and I hung myself with it every time. You know, until finally I just realized, you know, listen, I, I can't do this anymore. You know, it was that wake up call. That, but, you know, and I went to rehab, got kicked out of a rehab, back to jail. Got lucky, and the judge gave me one more shot of rehab, and I and I completed it, and I'm glad I did. And you know, six months clean, you know, but it took a lot, you know. But I had to want that. I had to want that. Uh, I had to want to quit because if you don't want to quit, then you know you can go to rehabs all day long. And I mean, you know, and I know, you know. But for listeners out there, you, you if you got a drinking problem, a drug problem. You know, and, and everybody's pushing you to get help. You know, sometimes it takes taking that that first step and, and, and saying, listen, I got no control whatsoever. You know, I can't even do this. Like, I'm, a, I'm struggling. You know, but there comes a point where, you know, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, where you got to be like, listen, I, I need to get clean. I, I can't, I can't live this life no more. Um. But, uh, you know, what I like, I know you went to, you know, like, let's, let's talk, you know, a little bit about like, you know, even before you were, you know, 18 and an adult, you know, like some of the things that happened to you, I mean, because I mean, we're both in the same boat, you know, like, I, like the, you know, the definition says it's real people, you know, real stories of people who are struggling with addiction or have struggled with addiction, um, you know. So what what are what are some legal issues or or you know other things like like things like that like where did you end up a couple times due to my addiction and the trouble it was giving me in mm-hmm uh, let's see 
I'll start by saying I fucking I wasted I wasted seven years on and off on on and off being locked up in rehabs. Uh, I was in detention center, jail, and just yeah, I was in rehabs, detention centers, and jail. What was one of the things that uh, that landed that landed you in in a jail or the rehab? Uh, I mean, the, the addiction, obviously, for the rehab, but like you know, detention centers in a, in a jail. What what? You know, like, well, detention centers. I was while I was using, I started being stupid and you know, was getting in fights, uh, doing shit like I'd be fucking taking shit from people, or as I should say, I'd be fucking robbing people and just getting in trouble, fucking. Uh, you know, I don't want to exactly explain why I got into the jail because I think it's a little too, uh, I was, I was in a relationship with a woman that I'm still back with that. I'm back into because, you know, we we're growing ups now. Uh, we have a baby on the way together and we, we, mat- we matured from the things, you know, that we used to. Like be that you know. Yep, yep. I'm sure the listeners do. You know, I mean, but like, and and without going into detail. Um, without going into detail on it, yeah. Uh, that's all right. We'll work through it. Um, without going into detail about things, you know. Like, because I, you know, like I said, I mean, I know, like, you know, fight, like you said, fights, uh, disorderly, being disorderly, being a jerk, um, you know, but, you know, at the same time, you know, like what, what kind of, when you, when you went to the, to, you know, when you went to, um, when you went to the first juvenile center, like, what was your, what was your, you know, what was the thought in your heads, like, you know, where you just, I'll just fake my way through here, do my time and get out, you know, keep my nose clean or, or did you actually put effort in the first time or, you know, like I know when I first went to jail, I, you know, I just did what I had to do, but I mean, there was nothing, mine was just stupidness the first time I went to jail, you know, but. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm, I won't lie, I'll be honest. Uh, when I want the, the rehabs I've been to and the detention center I went to, uh, I while while I was there, I did try and take something from it. I tried to mature from the places I was in, but I knew. But in the back of my head, I already knew when I got out, I was I was going to end up using again. That's why I just kept going back because every place I've been to, I already knew I was going to fuck up when I got out because all I, all I did think about was getting high when I got out. But I did I did try my best to take some knowledge and shit away from the places that I've been to. Did that, did that, did that plant a seed per se, um, you know, for that, that want of, of staying out of trouble or, you know, what, what was your, uh, you know, where did that, that, that and kind of take you like as far as, you know, further in life, where did that kind of guide you into it, it took me to actually start taking shit serious. Um, when I went to jail for the first time and got out, you know, then went back again, 
that's when I started taking shit serious because, you know, I wasted seven years of my fucking life being a teenager. I missed this and that, and I fucked my life up growing up. And I think that's one reason why I hurt myself and need something, you know. And uh, I don't know, it just, it just got boring. I, I got tired of it and I actually wanted to learn from something and fucking prove people that I can become something in life. And, you know. No, I, I and and you know, I fully understand that. Like I said, I mean, we've we've kind of walked in the same shoes, you know, and you know, one of the things I like, you know, like I said, one of the things I learned was, you know, you you and and was always told, you know, you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Is that what is that kind of where you would feel like the first time you went to a rehab? Yeah, that's a, yeah, perfect example. I mean, I, and I say that and I bring that up because that's, you know, that's the way I felt like the first time I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go to rehab, you know, I'll get, then I'll go home, you know, so, you know, I was getting bits and pieces, but I, you know, at the same time, when I got the opportunities, like I said, you know, every time I turned around, I was hanging myself with a rope the judge gave me before I even went to rehab, you know, because I wasn't ready to quit, yeah. you know, yeah. and then, then I went to the rehab, you know, because the first time I went to the rehab, I was like, you know, that was that was the first sign, like, of me of me giving up and saying, you know, like I I, I don't I don't want this life no more. Like, I need, you know, I'm I'm fucking lost. I mean, you know, I I had a DJ business, I had you know a state job, working for you know working for the state, you know, started a pro wrestling company in, in an area that everybody said it would fail, you know. I mean, and you've been through, you know, you, I mean, you've been through a lot of that stuff with me, but at the same time, you know, you know, here recently, we were both in jail at the same time. We couldn't even, we couldn't even write a letter back and forth to each other. You know, that's, that shit sucked. Um, you know, like, I mean, I don't know what the policy was up, up at, up, you know, where you were at, at Bradford County, but like the policy for me, I had, I did write a letter and ask the warden for permission to correspond, you know, to, to write a letter to my, you know, to my son because he's in another jail. Yeah. You know, I'm like, this is fucking retarded, you know, you know, over, overpaying for soups and shit, you know, but, you know, but, and what really hits you. And, and, and I mean, I mean, I know like you, you don't have, you know, you, you have a baby on the way, which, you know, is, I think that's going to be a changer. But for me, like, you know, it was that experience of hearing, you know, your your brother and sister say, you know, saying, or especially your sister on the phone, you know, Daddy, why'd you why'd you fuck up that? Why'd you mess? Well, she didn't swear at me, but she's like, why'd you make? Why'd you mess up? At, you behave at the rehab. You're supposed to be here for my birthday. You know that 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 fucking tore me up. So it was like, dang, like that was a wake up call. Like so, when I was back at the jail, I'm like, you know. I'm going to go back to rehab. I'm going to do this right this time. And, you know, I'm, unfortunately, you know, so far, so good. Knock on wood. Because I don't want to jinx it. But, you know, it feels good. You know, and now I'm going to be a grandpa again. You know, like, like that was just it. Like, you know, all them little voices of, you know, your, you know, um, of, you know, your brother, your, your, your sister, you know. Your, your nieces and nephews, you know, my grandbabies that can talk saying, you know, like, you know, pop up, you know, we miss you, daddy, we miss you, you know, like that, I mean, that, that, that changes you, but, you know, 
unfortunately, like the shit part for it is about it though is you know there's other people out there just like us, you know, and and I hope this you know I hope but this show like reaches out to those people, um, you know, so because you know these are these are stories that people don't hear. These are people because people don't take the time, you know, to understand that there's more to addiction than just using a drug. There's a reason why people pick up a drug. There's a reason why they do what they do, you know, and, you know, we see it all the time in our family, you know, addiction runs rampant. You're, you know, alcohol runs, you know, alcoholism runs rampant. And, And the problem is, you know, like that, you know, we, we follow so much suit of those before us, you know, that even like, you know, not only, you know, people like that we went to school with that we called friends and that what I mean, that's one thing I'm learning too now, like, you know, this time around, all them people that I thought were my friends, they, they weren't my friends. They just wanted my drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, at the same time, don't get me wrong. I mean, some of them, that's all, you know, they weren't really, I, I knew they weren't really my friends, but they had the drugs, you know, and if they had the drugs, then, well, then we got to be, we, I got to be friends with that person because I need the drugs. And if I could get them for free, but because I was hanging out with them, then fuck it. Why not? You know what I mean? But, you know, now that, you know, the table's turned and I'm getting clean. You know, it's fun. Like I, I'm, I'm realizing I can, I can have fun with my family. I can have fun with, you know, I can, I can have fun by myself. I, you know, or you know, I can get focused and, and you know, come up with things. You know, and, and and you know, work with you on music. You know, because you know we, we can work music. We can we can do anything we want to now. Welcome, Light Bright. Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Well, this morning, depending on where you're from, uh, seeing as you said, aloha, I'm going to guess you're in Hawaii. Um, but you know, it, it's rough, you know, when you're struggling with that addiction because it, it's, it's, it sucks. It hurts. Not only us, you know, physically, um, oh, you're okay. You're in Texas. All right. I, I took the uh, Hawaii from the Aloha, but um, thanks for joining us. Um, but you realize how much hurt, not only to yourself physically and health-wise, but how much stuff that mentally, not so much, not even as much as you hurt, mentally you're hurting yourself. All right, we're going to invite a guest here. Oh, it just disappeared. There we go. Where to go? All right, we're going to invite. Oh, it ran away. It wasn't fast enough. Uh, bear with us. We're, we're new to using uh, Podbean. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so if, if anybody, you know, has, you know, stories of addiction that they want to share, feel free to, um, you know, to, we can invite you on. Um, I'll try to catch them a little faster here. Uh but you know, or if you have any questions, feel free to post them. In, you know, post them in the chat, and and we'll try to answer them the best we can. Um, but you know, I realized how much mental, pro, you know, mentally I was. You know, my my actions were mentally affecting you know everybody around me. 
that actually that the ones that actually cared, the ones that actually gave two shits, you know. And and the other thing is today, you know, I mean, you can't even, you can't buy you can't even go get weed anymore unless you're getting it from a dispensary and you got a card, and not have that concern of being laced with fentanyl. And I mean, fentanyl is fentanyl is taking people out left and right all along, you know. Um, and it's a shame, you know. And, and and we hear all the time people talking, you know, like Kensington. Yeah, it's a it's a part of Philadelphia. Um, it's basically a, a strip, a street. Um, that, I mean, I've gone on and watched some of the videos. I've I've seen it in person. You know, the the destruction that you know that that addictions having down there with fentanyl and and things like that. And it's terrible. It really is. It's, it's freaking terrible. You got that fucking new uh, what's that? Excelsa, Excelsa Zion or some shit. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's so much crap out there nowadays, and you know, like I, I was reading or watching, watching a video or something the other day on YouTube, um, and it was showing like you know, like people were losing their mind on meth because they were using freaking wasp killer and an insect killer in methamphetamine, like spraying the meth with it, or, or there's a process like they showed the like explain the process and stuff. It was just crazy because the stuff looks just like a, like, like, you know, like meth or crack. And, but, but it was driving people psycho. Um, you know, but, you know, like, like I said, I mean, it, there's such an effect, you know, such an effect that, that, that our behaviors have. But, but the problem is that one of the things that kept leading me back that made me not want to quit was, you know, Everybody was like, are you okay? Are you high? Are you okay? Are you high? But they never really asked, you know, am I okay? Are are you mentally okay? Is something, you know, do you need to talk? Do, you know, and that was the downer. You know, because the view was, well, if all they see me as is an addict, then I'm just going to give them what they want, an addict. You know, and it sucks. You know, but at the same time, there's, you know, there's people out there that do care, you know, that, you know, they might threaten to leave, but they care enough that they're, they're not going to leave you because they know what's going to happen, that you're going to end up, you're either getting up back in jail in some institution, whether it be a rehab, a funny farm, you know, a psychiatric ward or dead. And that's, I mean, that's the sad, sad truth today, is you could end up dead from taking a hit off a joint, from doing a line, from doing, you know, pretty much anything, because you don't know what's in it, unless, I mean, unless unless you're making it yourself, or, you know, you grow your own weed, or whatever the case may be, or you go to, like I said before, you know, if you go to a dispensary, because you have a weed card, if it's legal, if it, they have medical marijuana in your the state, whatever state you're from, you know, you don't know what you're getting. And there's there's a drug out there that's even worse than fentanyl, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's like fifty times. I see. I they showed us the paper at rehab that the health department put out. You know, yeah. and that this 
and initially it was 50 times more potent than fentanyl. But the problem is, when you hear people dying, you know, what do we do? Oh, fuck, that's got to be some good shit. That's got to be some good shit. Let's go, let's go get some. You know, and unfortunately, nine times out of ten, when, when you go get some, hmm. you get that, you get dead. But, um, but I, I think, uh, you know, like that's my lesson from it. Yeah. You know, but, you know, so if anybody's out there and they're struggling and, and, and you're listening to this, you know, in, in the near future, I'm, I'm going to put some, I'll start putting some links. Um, but listen, don't, don't hesitate to pick up a phone and call somebody, you know, because, you know, somebody out there cares. You know, somebody out there needs you to be here. Somebody needs to be alive. And, you know, nobody wants to see anybody become a statistic or, you know, or go, be going to a funeral, you know, because that sucks. You know, I personally know... I personally know of people that, that you know, they're, they're not here anymore because they overdosed or they were drunk, got in a wreck and died. I know people that killed their own, you know, killed their own kids in, in, in accidents. Welcome, Caps. You know, thank you, Caps. Thank you very much. You know, and it sucks because there are people, you know, these, these people that I see dying around us. Are people I went to school with, people that I used to party with, that you know, and it's like, shit. I'm glad I got clean because I don't, you know, I feel bad for their families because you know, I mean, some of them are, have kids, right? You know, some of them, you know, they might not have kids, but they they got nieces and nephews out there that look up to them. You know, or, or maybe younger siblings that look up to them, you know, or maybe their parents are elderly and they, you know, they need them there to take care of them. In the meantime, I mean, but sometimes that can be that pusher too, you know, that, that pusher to say, you know, I man, I got to get high because I, I just don't, I can't, I don't, there's not enough hours in a day. There's not enough time, you know, I got to sleep, but I don't want to because I'm afraid this is going to happen, you know, but, you know. We have to follow. We have to follow that, you know, and, and, and really think about it. And be like, listen, if we're not here, what good are we? We're, we're no better than being fucked up, because a lot of times, if we're fucked up and we're there, you know, we're not. I mean, we're not doing what we're. We're not there to help them. We're just making shit worse, you know. But I'm gonna. We'll go ahead and close this this episode out and. Um, uh, Hopefully we'll we'll get together and uh, you know get some more guests if anybody's ever interested, um, or you know like I said if anybody's struggling, and or wants to share their story, uh, by all means you know the goal is to get real people in here that 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 are struggling now or who have struggled you know with addiction at any point in time, and I count alcohol because alcohol is a drug, whether we want to believe it or not, it's a drug. 
or just struggle in life, just, you know, every, you know, everyone's welcome. But, uh, you gonna run, you gonna run one, you gonna run one tomorrow? Thank you, Caps. Uh, I just uh, went on to give you a follow and uh, appreciate the follow, man. Um, you know, we, you know, speaking from, you know, experience, uh, Caps, you've, I mean, you've probably seen it. You've probably seen it where, where you're from. Where, where, whereabouts are you from, man? So you're, yeah, you're in England. Yeah, I, I've been watching some, you know, doing some studying and research, and and man, you guys got some crazy stuff over there. Uh, what was it? You guys had a bad epidemic of was it crocodile or something like that? It was like a flesh eating drug or something. Um, you know, so I mean, but and that's that's one of those things, man. You know, like that goes to show, like you know, it's not just an America problem because that's where we're at. We're in America. It's not just a U.S. problem. It's it's a problem around the world, you know, and 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 the sad thing is, you know, it's there. It's not going to go away. You know, I mean, it's unfortunately, and but you know, the worst part about it is, you know, and not to not to, because we'll try to stretch this a full hour, but uh, you know, one of the biggest things I learned in all my research, like all the you know studying I've done and researching, you know, and you know the different drugs out there you know a lot of the shit's made by you know by the government by doctors by big pharmaceutical companies um yeah, yeah we we get to two hours but un, unfortunately you know like um i mean we uh try to we're, we're both probably about due for bed. We, well, we got to be up. And, uh, ain't no point in going to bed now because. Yeah, I know. We got to be up. We, we got to be up pretty soon for work. But we, we, we got this idea earlier to do this, to start this show. And uh, I don't know. I just couldn't sleep like because I, I want to get the message out there. Um, so, hey, I, I appreciate the, the, the motivation. I appreciate it. I really do, man. That That's awesome. Um but you know, it, it's it's crazy. Like, you know, uh, like I, I, I'm actually gonna like most of the drugs that are out there, ecstasy. It was used by you know psychiatrists and marriage counselors to you know MDMA. Yeah, like LSD, those stuff. They were already treated for, they, they were stuff that they used to treat psychiatric patients or, you know, that was supposed to, ecstasy was supposed to be the fix for, and M MDA were supposed to be the fix for, you know, relationship problems, you know. Yeah, yeah, actually, absolutely. Germans used the M MDA and stuff like that in war. Um, you know, uh, I was just reading one, what the heck was it? Maybe it, it, it was... It was math that you know like uh the koreans or the vietnamese or something they would get they would give that to their soldiers because to keep them going to keep them going all the time you know um when i was deployed in iraq and afghanistan i mean 
they they were trying they were trying to give us hash and and you know opium and everything else because like they, they to them that was normal it was okay but I mean they, they their soldiers be high as a kite you know be all kinds of twisted up you know but that's just it like that's that's you know for for Iraq and you know and Afghanistan like that that those kinds of things are are, are that's that's money that supports a country, you know, or in some cases supports terrorism, things like that. But, but that's, that's a revenue for them. You know, and the funny, you know, the, the, it's just amazing. Like, you know, when you, when you look back, you know, like marijuana being like in the States, I don't, I don't know about in England, but marijuana in the States is in the United States is a scheduled one drug. You know, like it, it ranks up there higher than I, I think it was like, um, I think, cocaine i don't even think cocaine is a schedule one drug um but before i before i stand by that let me i'm actually gonna look that up like the list of schedule one drugs now pennsylvania pennsylvania is actually um they just passed they voted on a thing to um oh to get it to where marijuana is taken off the schedule off the uh, drug schedule because of of um there's so many so many states that you know most of the states in most of most of the states in the united states are, are coming around to medical marijuana but then it makes it so that you know basically you you can't cross the state line you can't do this you can't do that and you know so, like, just to, like an idea of some of the stuff that's on here, and and I actually I, I was I was pretty good with it too. Uh, Schedule one drugs in the states. Uh, this is the DEA's list. Um, Schedule one drugs, substances, or chemicals are defined as drugs with no currently accepted medical use and high potential for abuse. Some examples of Schedule one drugs are heroin, lysergic acid, di well LSD. Marijuana, three, four, methylamine, dioxymethamphetamine, or ecstasy, methacolone, and peyote. All right now, then when you go down to Schedule Two drugs, and this is where it gets, this is where it's kind of fucked up because you think some of this stuff should be, you know, more up on a on a on a up. Um, so schedule two drugs, substances or chemicals are are defined as drugs with a high potential for abuse with use potentially leading to severe psychological or physical dependence. These drugs are also considered dangerous. Some examples schedule two drugs are combination products with less than less than fifteen milligrams of hydrocodone per dosage unit, Vicodin, cocaine, methamphetamine, methadone, hype hydromorphone Dilaudid, meperidine or demerol, oxycodones, oxycontins, fentanyl, dexedrine, Adderall, and Ritalin. Yep. But the, the freaking screwed up part is that, you know, what do they give their kids when your kids got ADHD, or or they have, you know, um, you know, they have any kind of issues like that? Like they're giving them. So they're giving them a schedule two drug. Here, take this. The doctors hand it out. Here, take this. They get their kickback. 
now they got a future, you know, somebody that, you know, either a future drug dealer or a future addict on their hands because now they're, they've got you know, so used to taking that stuff. If they try to get off or when they get older, then they're fucked because now they're like, oh, oh I need my meds. I need my meds. I need, I need to get some of these. So what are they doing? They're going to buy it off the street. They go buy it off Joe Smo that probably, you know, so now that, you know, and, and the sad part is like that, that, that Adderall or that Ritalin, well, it's not just Adderall or Ritalin anymore because they probably pressed it with fentanyl or, you know, something else, you know, like Percocets, things like that. I mean, and that's what people don't realize. They, they but the thing is, like, like I said earlier, you know, like the attention getter is 15 people died of fentanyl overdose. So now 10, now 20 other people are going to be like, damn, that's some good shit. Where can I get some? You know, or, you know, uh, 150 people died of, you know, overdosing on Percocets. Poof, everybody wants to go get Percocets. And it's sad, it's shitty, it sucks, it's bullshit. But that's, that's the addictive mind thinking. Well, this isn't working anymore, so, oh, well, this is killing people, so I'm going to go over here and get some. I'm going to go get me some heroin that's killing people. I'm going to go get me some meth that's killing people. I'm going to go get me some weed that's killing people. You know, I'm going to go get, uh, was it, Tra Trank is another one. Like, it, it's eat and it's eating people from the inside out. You know, which was the same, I mean, basically the same thing that, that, that Crocodile was, that the Crocodile was doing. In, in England was, I mean, it was, it was a flesh eating disease, like drug. And, and I mean, you might just want to go get bit by a damn brown recluse spider and just let that shit friggin' deteriorate your skin. You know, but instead, you know, it's, it's easier to go get the, go get the drug, you know, and, and unfortunately, you know, there's so many sources. I mean, I mean, but like I said, the biggest problem is, you know, the biggest sort, the biggest drug dealers there are, are pharmaceutical companies, because they come up. They're the ones that come up with this shit and say, "Oh, yeah, this will cure this. This will take care of that." You know, um, take this. You know, you you won't have any pain if you take this, and uh, you, all your headaches will go away if you take X amount of these. But then somebody realizes you can get high off them. You know, whippets. Whippets were were started. The first whippets were done with fucking packs of hamburger, the nitrogen in hamburger. Damien, mute your mic with your tattoo gun. I mean, yeah, all I can hear is bzz, bzz, bzz. but you know, and that's you know, but I mean, it's just astonishing that that you know, the more people find out that something's bad for them, the more they want to go do it. You know, like. You know, and, and it's crazy, but, you know, the only thing I, you know, like I said, I mean, the only thing I can really say is, you know, and it suggests to people is, you know, don't wait till it's too late because, you know, these drugs out there today, man, they're getting to the point where Narcan, Narcan, you can't, it's not going to work anymore. You know, there's already drugs out there that are that way. That that Narcan, you know, Narcan's just not. It, it's not bringing people back. You know, and it's sad. You know, I mean, we hear stories of it all the time. You know, 
you, if like if you've ever gone to NA or AA, you know, oh, I was I was Narcan nine times. I died eight thirteen times. You know, they had to, you know, I'm so I was so so effed up, you know, so fucked up that you know, when I overdosed that that they they Narcan me five times and it didn't work. I'm I'm on the sixth time. I'm you know it finally worked. I'm lucky to be here. You know, it's it's crazy. You know, especially in rural areas like where we live, it's it sucks, man. Like because it's it's so out there, and and nobody cares. You know, Kensington, you know Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia, nobody cares. The cops don't care. They they drive by people laying dead in the street with a needle hanging out of their arm. They don't care. You know, but people go there, and and and, and they see this when they're going to get their drugs from there, and you know. It's a shame. It's sad. You know, but what are you going to do? You know, I mean, but we're, we're going to, uh, sun's coming up here and, uh, I'm going to get me some coffee. I think I'm going to make a pot of coffee (laughs) and yeah, I'm going to make a pot of coffee. Um, if it wasn't for my, all my, you know, my headphones and stuff being connected to, by USB, and and I could just take them with me, I drag them with me. But I mean, I could put to the kitchen, but then I wouldn't be able to hear. But like I said, I mean, I would love like if anybody's listening out there or anybody listens to this in the road, down the road, um, you know, then by all means, you know, reach out. Um, we're gonna be working on some stuff today. Um, while we're, while we're down, I know Podbean, you know, for being my first time, our first time using it, you know, I want to thank them for the product, you know, they have it out here because I mean, it's kind of great, you know, like I don't have to, I don't have to pre-record it. I can just boof, there it is. I can, I can, I can, you know, we can live it. We can, and then, you know, go back, you know, and fix anything that we need to fix, things like that. But pod beans, you know, I mean, they're great, um, you know, and and they're even fair to free users. So I mean, you know, there's better, there's other programs out there, you know, that they that they offer other options, you know, for upgrades. But you know, I've I've used a couple different, you know, a couple different ones, you know, and you know, this is by by far, this is nice. Like you know, I can have real time chat. I can, you know, we can, you know, invite people in. I feel bad we missed the one because I couldn't figure out how to get, you know, get to the call-in thing. I, I, I didn't get there quick enough, so. You figure it out, though? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I just want to thank everybody for coming in and listening. Damien, you know, you know, thanks for doing this show with me, you know, like, you know, so uh, the only place we get, the only thing we can do is improve it. Um, so if anybody's got any suggestions, anything like that, or if you're interested in being a guest, feel free to reach out. Um, I believe, uh, you know, our emails on there, um, there should be a, um, we're going to work on getting our Podbean website up, uh, podcast site up today. I got my email on account too, on my account too. So, so, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Um, you know, we'd love to hear your story if you're, you know, even if you know somebody that's, you know, that's that's struggling with recovery, you know, struggling with addiction, you know, alcoholism, mental health. Um, because, you know, one of the most common things that, 
that gets overlooked is that you know most most time when we are we turn to drug use or you know alcohol there's an underlying mental health issue going on you know um so but you know that's you know that's a highly overlooked part of addiction is the mental health aspect but my name is johnny tunes uh my co-host damien and we want to thank you guys for uh you know for tuning in and we will look forward to putting out another show later today or tonight this evening um in the meantime we're going to work on some stuff and uh, i get you know finish setting up our pod beans thank you cabs thank you very much um uh i gave everybody a follow so we're we're uh, following everybody so if um, like i said we, we you know we'd love to have um you know anybody that's interested in coming on as guests things like that um you know any any help spreading the word about about our show um the addiction diaries like i said it's you know real stories people who are or have struggled with addiction even if you just need somebody to talk to and you want to come in here and, and you need to get some things out of off your mind for your mental health and your mental health well-being then by all means you know then everybody's welcome um caps you have a good night uh rest of your night uh, i know it's dark time over there uh you're probably working a third shift job right now um it's just getting to be morning here in the united states uh on the east coast uh, so so the rooster be crowing i gotta oh and i gotta go check on a goat gotta go make sure to go get the goat some water um i oh well see you're a couple all right well you're just starting your day still either way you got about five hours on us um give her yes yeah, five hours so um and if, if uh like i said uh, we'd love to love to hear from anybody that wants to come on um as we get things set up uh caps i may reach out to you just to get some advice things like that oh that's that's a rough one man i i can remember doing pt tests when i was in the army and we get we get shit face drunk the night before to go party and even though we weren't supposed to but two mile runs and alcohol bouncing around in your system from the night before that don't that doesn't work out too well man you know like it get get about a quarter of a mile quarter of a mile and you're that kind of cuts into your two your your 13 minutes you got or 15 minutes to, to run but um but appreciate all the all the support man and uh you know, you have a good day at work, and like I said, may, who knows? Maybe we might even back on here in a couple hours. Just, uh, you know, oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good at all. Just to, if you run the bath, just I mean, well, I mean, don't just don't fall into it. Uh, face first, if go feet first, slide in it. But um, uh, you know. I enjoyed this, you know, I, I think it went well for being a, a, our first show, um, you know, a little bit of wandering here and there, but, you know, we'll get her in there and, you know, we're still trying to, you know, figure out the little, uh, you know, all the little functions and stuff like that. Like I, like I said, I know somebody wanted to, uh, to pop in, I did a call and I couldn't find a stinking thing, but, uh, you know, can only improve. Right. So, 
All right, everybody, you guys have a good night. My name is Johnny Tunes. Again, this is my co-host, Damien. We want to thank everybody for joining us, and hopefully we help somebody, you know, or, you know, gave an avenue, you know, someplace people can come and, and they can listen. They can, if they want to, they can share their story. Um, we look forward to having some guests um, at some point. Maybe, we, maybe we'll get Caps to come on, uh, you know, one of these times. Um you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take your advice, Cass, and we're, we're, we're going to try to, we're going to make it, a, you know, that's going to be my goal is to get up there, you know, get up there close to where you're at. You know, if, if you're in the top five, I got to, we got to get this show up there too. So, you know, we're going to be busting, busting and grinding to get this thing going and get that attention out there, you know, so, and get this thing out here and, and, and just keep rolling with it. So, everybody, you guys have a good night, and we are out of here. We'll see you guys.